Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. So we all have different protective mechanisms that were put in place many years ago for many of us. And a lot of these were developed in childhood, especially in those early years of life when we didn't have the support or the tools to navigate what we were experiencing. Our nervous system was overwhelmed. There was a lot going on. We didn't really understand it. And these coping mechanisms or protective mechanisms were put in place to do exactly that, to protect you and get you through that time. But then there comes a time where these protective mechanisms don't really serve you any longer. If anything, they're actually holding you back. But on some level, there is part of you that feels like it is still getting something from this. It is still serving it because if it wasn't serving you, why would we be doing it? This has been put in place as protection. And if we haven't become aware of this mechanism and what it's actually in place for and why it was put in place in the first place, then we don't really, we can't really do much about it. We first need to become aware of what the thing is that we're doing, why it was put in place. And from there, we can start to really tune in, like, is this serving my highest good? And if not, how can I shift that in a way where I can actually have a new protective mechanism or something that's more empowering, where it creates a sense of safety, it creates a sense of I'm taken care of, I'm supported, but it's no longer holding you back from the desires that you have, from living your truest self and your most desired life. So I'm going to talk about a couple of these protective mechanisms. There are so many, and I know I'm going to delve into more of these um, on the on the podcast. But today I'm going to talk a little bit about like self-sabotage. And this is something that kind of gets thrown around a lot and spoken about, like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging, I'm doing this, and I'm, yeah, just holding myself back. And then I find when we start to talk in that way, like your language is so, so powerful. And when we're saying I'm self-sabotaging myself and what we're saying is what we're doing is we're really shaming ourselves in that experience. We're wronging ourselves. Like I'm doing something wrong. It's my fault that I don't have what I want. It's my fault that I'm not getting to where I want to be, which is there are maybe some truth in that, but also not necessarily so much. Um, And we're going to go into this a little bit more because really I've come to realize that there isn't this thing called self-sabotage because the mechanism that's in place, the thing that you feel is a self-saboteur is actually a self-protector. 
So we think, oh, this is sabotaging me. This is holding me back and we're wronging and we're shaming it. But actually there is a version of you that put this thing in place at some point in your life as a way of protection and to create some sense of safety. And now this part of you is still feeling unsafe because it isn't, hasn't been integrated. Often an inner child, a younger version of self that's still feeling unsafe because they're frozen in time. They're frozen in that past emotional experience. So they are still feeling like they need to use this mechanism to create that sense of safety. They need that support from your present day self and they need that support with love, kindness and compassion to integrate the wound and to create a sense of safety so that they can release the protective mechanism that you're labeling as the self-saboteur. But the more that we shame and wrong this part of ourselves, the stronger it actually gets and the cycle continues. So if you want to release what you're perceiving as self-sabotage, you need to get to the core of what this mechanism, what this action, the behavior, the habit that's playing out, what is its purpose? Why was it there in the beginning? Because at the end of the day, it wasn't put there to attack you or to hold you back or to sabotage you. It was put there to protect you. And the way I like to see that is there is something inside each one of us that loves us so much that it just wants to protect us. It wants to prevent further pain. But as I said, it comes to a point where the way that this part of you is protecting no longer is actually protecting and it starts to create the thing it's trying to protect you from. So often these self-sabotaging behaviors and patterns, this part of you is like, I'm doing this to protect you. Maybe it's like, um, stopping you from putting yourself fully out there or it's keeping you quiet or it's, it's holding you back or keeping you small or keeping you, your light dim in some way so that you're not seen, you're not heard. And by not being seen and heard, you won't be hurt because you'll be hidden, you'll be protected, you'll be safe. It's like if we hide, no one can hurt us. But in hiding and keeping ourselves dim and small, we actually start to shrivel up inside and we start to lose that aliveness and that life force and that energy and that desire to live and the desire to do all these beautiful things and have these beautiful experiences and, and share our uniqueness, share our authenticity, our expression and create, create what we were, what we came here to create this beautiful life and maybe supporting others and sharing your story and just living the most epic experience. And so maybe you needed that mechanism for a period of time to get you through the threat or the experience that was overwhelming that now it's actually holding you back and we tend to feel more unsafe because it's like oh if i do this i'm going to self-sabotage and if i self-sabotage i'm going to feel shame i'm going to feel guilty i'm going to feel wrong i'm going to feel upset i'm going to feel this pain and i'm going to feel like it's because i'm not good enough or i'm not worthy or i'm not cut out for this and it's really the stories that create a lot of our suffering and so we start to actually be on edge a lot of the time and looking for the next threat and in anxiety states and 
fearing that this self-saboteur is going to come forth and take away our dreams and take away what we desire. And we start to have this internal battle going on. So the way to actually move through this and to release that self-saboteur is to really get to the core of which part of you is actually sabotaging you? How old are they? When did they first feel like they needed to do this and why? And then can we show them how it's actually impacting us today? And not from a place of like, look what you're doing to me, but more of a place of compassion. And like, I see you, I get why you felt like you needed to do this. And I'm so grateful that you've been protecting me all these years. But I want to show you how this is actually impacting me today. It's no longer serving us. So let's explore some new ways that we can create a, a deep sense of safety and protection. And like, I'm taken care of, I'm supported. It's okay for me to be me. It's okay for me to express. It's okay for me to go after what I want. Really getting clear on what is this part of you really fearing? How can we create safety for them? And then what can we do to move forwards? So it's really nurturing this part of you first so that they can actually release the grip on you and on your desires and on your dreams because they can start to trust in you like you've got this and no longer have to protect you. And then in that process, it's really setting a boundary because a lot of the time it's inner children, it's younger versions of self that are controlling these different parts of your life. And it's not a place for a child to be controlling these different things like your intimate relationship, your business, your your family and these different areas of life. It's not a place for a child to be in responsibility. It's not their role. So we want to give them a new role and we want to reclaim that role so we can really create the beautiful life we desire. And so we need to set a boundary with that child. All children need boundaries that create a sense of safety. And so we let them know that it's no longer their place to do this and we take that role. We give them a new role. Maybe their new role is to really embrace their innocence and to play and to laugh and to bring joy and aliveness into your being and into your heart, to bring that curiosity back and that exploration and that zest for life. And they get to just, they get to live inside of you and they get to just play and be free. And you set that boundary with them. And this is quite a big process. And I I know many of us have many inner children. I highly recommend working with someone when you're delving into deep inner child work. But this is something that can get you started just going into that self-inquiry with lots of love, kindness and compassion. And just starting to get clear on like these protective mechanisms, these things that we're doing that we're like, this isn't serving me. On some level it is, otherwise we wouldn't be doing it. And even just coming into that acceptance, we can stop wronging and shaming and judging ourselves for what we're doing and we can meet ourselves with more compassion. Okay, how is this serving me? Okay, I see how maybe it's serving this part of me, but I also see how it's negatively impacting me and that balance, like it's more of a negative impact than it is of maybe the positive impact. What can I do? to create the positive impact in a new empowering way. So I no longer have to use this particular mechanism that's holding me back. I can shift what I'm doing to create the safety or create the validation or the love, the love that I'm needing 
often these mechanisms are meeting some sort of need. So how else can we meet that need so that we can more easily release the mechanism that's no, that we feel isn't serving? And so it's a really good place to start just to kind of open up our mind because often when we're going into the shaming and the wronging and the judging and the beating ourselves up, we just get stuck in the patterns that we don't want to be in. So when you meet yourself with more acceptance, gratitude, love, compassion, that's actually setting the foundations for the change that you desire. Another one that I want to go into is, and I mentioned at the end of this, of like setting boundaries, it's really, really important to set boundaries and to honor those boundaries. But your boundaries always start with you. You must be able to honor your own boundaries before starting to throw them out there in different relationships and expecting someone else to honor your boundary when we don't even know how to honor our boundaries. We don't know how to honor other people's boundaries. It's such a big topic that so many of us won't go into this or we resist setting boundaries because of the fears around it and the consequences around setting a boundary. And there's this fear of like, if I set a boundary, I'm going to lose something. I'm going to lose love. I'm going to lose acceptance, belonging. Maybe I'm going to set this boundary and it's not going to be honored and it's going to hurt more than if I just didn't set the boundary. Then I've got no expectations. I won't be let down. I won't be disappointed. So protect, so boundaries is another really powerful way to thrive in your life and in your relationships. But those lacking in boundaries is often a protective mechanism because we're protecting ourselves from that loss, from that further pain, from that disappointment. And for here, I want to invite you to start to get curious about this of, do you struggle with setting your boundaries? What are you afraid of? If I set a boundary, what will happen? What is the worst case scenario? If I set this boundary that I know I need to set, whether it's with myself, whether it's with someone else, what's the worst case scenario? What are you most afraid of with this? So I have previous episodes on my podcast around how to actually build the confidence to set boundaries. Um, so if this is something that's like, yeah, this is something I struggle with, I know I need to work through this, I highly recommend going to listen to them. I will link them below. Um, and that can just really give you the foundations to start on that journey of setting boundaries and really prioritizing yourself. But boundaries can also bring up feelings of like different stories and beliefs and feelings of I'm guilty, I'm selfish, I'm wrong. Um, who am I to set a boundary? Like, what are the stories? What are the beliefs? What are the fears? What are the emotions that are attached? Because that's what's blocking us from setting boundaries. Often we know like I, I need to set this boundary because when I don't, it gets crossed. Then I get resentful. I get grumpy. I get hurt. I get upset. I have this whole aftermath of when I don't set a boundary but I'm so afraid to set the boundary because I'm fearing the consequences of setting it. But there's consequences of setting a boundary and not setting a boundary. And it's really through practicing setting boundaries that you're going to create a beautiful life where you get to thrive. You're going to have those relationships where you get to thrive. And without them, there's just constant confusion and lack of clarity of what's okay, what's not okay, like walking on eggshells, there's resentment and triggers and anxiety and stress. And it's just, what is actually the cost of not setting the boundary? And I can really, I feel with a lot of certainty that it's actually a much bigger cost and a much bigger consequence than what you're going to experience from 
setting the boundary. Because setting the boundary, there's actually limitless potential of how much greatness you can create in your life. And even if there is a loss of some sort, Maybe there is a distancing between you and someone in your life. Maybe there's leaving a job. Maybe there's leaving a relationship. But it's like, what's on the other side of that? What are you creating space for? Because when these things fall away, you're creating space for something new that is more aligned with you and your values, that is bringing in new people and experiences and opportunities that align with you, that will respect you, that will allow you to thrive and have the beauty of life. Whereas when we don't set the boundary, we just keep playing out the same patterns and we end up just stuck in the misery and the pain and the, the pattern and the cycle. And we're enabling the behavior of others as well. When we don't set that boundary and that behavior continues, we're actually the enablers of that. But when you start to prioritize you and you start to set your boundaries with that confidence and with courage, you're actually walking the path and you're walking permission slip showing others the way and you start to fill up your own cup. You start to really rebuild the relationship to yourself and from that place, those around you are going to get the best of you. They're going to get this incredible human that just knows themselves, that respects themselves and you're really showing others how to treat you how to respect you because you're respecting yourself. So just know that it's not wrong to have these protective mechanisms. We've all got them. There are some that are really empowering and helping us to move towards our desires and our dreams, creating that safety and that protection, that groundedness, like I'm taken care of, I'm supported. And there are other ones that are really disempowering because on some level they might be serving a piece of you, like a younger version of self that's so afraid, but are they really serving that part because that part is still afraid with or without the protective mechanism? And so really it's actually like, for me it feels like a cry for help, of like we need to go and get that part of ourselves and bring them home, help them to integrate, help them to heal, and create new empowering ways where they can feel safe and supported and fully alive and joyful and happy and at peace. But this part of you feels like I need protection, I'm not safe. And so it is serving on some level, but in a disempowering way, it's keeping us stuck, it's keeping us small, it's keeping us afraid. It's keeping us in the patterns and the cycles that we don't want to be in. It's keeping us from living our full selves and living our full life. So take some time for this to land and take some time to really journal on this of what's coming up and getting really curious, asking yourself some of those questions that I shared. You may need to re-watch this and just write some notes as you go through. It's a really powerful process when you start to do this deep work, especially with your inner children, starting to integrate them, starting to unravel these protective mechanisms that we've been playing out for years and starting to implement new ways of being, new ways of empowering ourselves and creating that beautiful life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you received something beautiful from this, from this share today. I'm sending you so much love, so much gratitude. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. The Sacred Art of Loving Yourself is my 12-week signature program. It is a journey of self-discovery, rebirth, and reconnection. 
for the woman who is ready to take control of her life, her relationships and her emotional state so that she can embrace a deeply connected life and build conscious harmonious relationships. Inside you will receive my proven step-by-step -step process for overcoming emotional triggers and creating a harmonious life as well as cultivate unshakable self-love and acceptance, reconnecting you to your authentic self and your ability to speak your truth. The Sacred Art of Loving Yourself will support you in integrating your inner child, releasing limiting beliefs and protective mechanisms that are no longer serving you, and so much more. Through this journey, you will know your innate worthiness and feel so confident to just be fully yourself, express your truth, your needs, your desires, and your personal boundaries. And I can't wait to share this journey with you. If you would like to learn more, go down below this episode and you will see the link to register and reserve your space as well as everything that is involved. So go ahead, check it out and I look forward to supporting you on this journey home. If you have any questions at all or feel to have a conversation to see if this journey is the right one for you, feel free to reach out at info at Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.